it. Shit. All right, Couch Guy Sports Podcast, episode 209. Not the pre-show, Al, the actual podcast. 209, iTunes, Spotify, everywhere else you can find. Stitcher, there's a random one. I don't even know the names of them, but we're on them. Go find us, subscribe, rate, review, all that good stuff. Uh, it only helps us. It helps everybody. Exposes us to everybody, which I'm all for. Let's do it. Uh, CouchGuySports.com, check all the written content, Twitch channel, YouTube channel, all the other podcasts on the network. Um, Guys, just just go follow it all. Subscribe to it all. If you want to subscribe to Misery and Pain, follow Al on Twitter. You know, there's different ways to do it. It's really okay. Don't talk about Zach Josiero like that. You're going to have more free time to tweet soon. You're going to be on summer vacation. That's true, too. You're going to tweet all your Red Sox stuff soon. Two and a half weeks, baby. Let's go. Two and a half weeks. Michael Chavis gets sent down today. Um, (laughs) All right, let's start. Let's jump into it. Um, Zach Josiero, if you're listening, you can listen to this portion of the show. We'll talk Bruins and Taylor Hall later. Uh, <laughs> New England Patriots, the OTA. Actually, I think the entire league, right, had OTA start today. I don't think it was just the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Um, Mac Jones, 15th overall pick. Al, the future of the Patriots quarterback. Number, number one, f- our heart and soul. Number, number 50 f- on the field. <laughs> number 50 in your preseason programs. Um, was on the field. Apparently looked good for everybody's account. Jacoby Myers thought he looked good. Good arm talent, can't run past anybody. That's what Jacoby Myers takes. Like, I'm not going to run anybody by anybody, but he can throw the ball. It's good. He's a quarterback. I hope he can throw the football. Um, but the big news, and we'll, we'll talk about camp in a sec. The big news as OTA started on the league is Julio Jones. Julio Jones. Now, part one of this is Shannon Sharp um, was on TV. What's the name of their show? Is it Undisputed. 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 Uh, I always mix them all up. Shannon Sharp, Undisputed. He's on Fox, right? They're on Fox. FS, uh, FS1. That's Fox. Is it? Oh, Fox Sports. Fox Sports. Right, 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 right. right. Yep, um, right. That's Fox, Al. Um, calls Julio Jones. If you didn't watch it, you should. It's out there. Called Julio Jones in the middle of a segment talking about Julio Jones. Which is um, prob- probably illegal, by the way. That he well, just if, it, if it wasn't staged. Well, yeah, that's what I want to get to. But it calls Julio Jones. He picks up the phone. They go back and forth. And he starts talking to Julio like, he probably doesn't know he's being recorded on air. Um, but Julio starts throwing out stuff like, what are you doing, man? I'm going to see my brother. Awesome. Cool. Like, Julio, are you leaving Atlanta? Are you going back to the Falcons? It's like, nah, man, I'm done with that. Julio Jones on air said, I'm done with that. There's no way this guy knew who's being recorded. Really, though? You don't think it was a PR stunt? You think this was staged? I think it was a little bit. I think it was, I think it was the Cowboys section of it, it was like, Nah, man, I don't want to play for the Cowboys. You think Julio Jones doesn't know that Skip Bayless is a big Cowboys guy? You don't think That's he true. purposely That's said true. that? I mean, they were listening to – they were talking about the Cowboys as a fit before they called. And they came out and asked him, like, hey, would you play for the Cowboys? Nah, man, I want to win. That's what he said. Probably. Don't blame him. I wouldn't go to the Cowboys either. Um, who wants to play for Jerry Jones up there in the box? But one – I, I could see it either way. If you tell me it was a publicity stunt, I hope it is for Shannon Sharp's sake because if he just called him out of the blue, uh-oh, there's some serious – now, would Julio Jones really press charges? Probably not. No. Um, does he really care? No, because then they, everyone knows he's not happy in Atlanta. It's not like this big secret was revealed right. that Julio Jones wants to be out of Atlanta. Um, and I honestly part – of, part of me thinks it was staged too only because no producer stopped him. Like yeah. there was nobody in his ear. There was no one in his ear. Like, dude, you gotta stop. Like he doesn't know he's on air. Blah blah. blah. Like, 
no one stopped him. Skip Bayless just sat there and took it and listened. And, I and laughed all the meanwhile, too. Laughed she, through it all of it. Yeah. See that grin on his face mm-hmm. that he had while Shannon was talking to, uh, to yep. Julio Jones? That was incredible. Yeah, it was great. So Julio basically said, I'm out of Atlanta. I don't want to play for the Cowboys. Taking it a step further, today it's been reported, and actually even yesterday, that Tennessee and the Patriots are his top two teams of interest and that we're on his radar. Not that Bill Belichick wants him. Well, even though I think we know that. I think the Patriots were rumored to be in on what you better be. Um, Titans and the Patriots were – I think it was Chris Sims who reported this, so meh. Chris Sims said his sources said that the Titans, Mike Vrabel, and the Patriots, Bill Belichick, were on his radar and were really ideal destinations for Julio Jones. Great. Great. Um, I, I forget who said this. It was someone on ESPN one of those guys said that the Patriots are a top four AFC team with Julio Jones. I don't disagree because you know what, Al, if you, whether it's Cam Newton or Mac Jones, someone is going to be playing decent quarterback play for the Patriots this year because if Cam sucks, Mac Jones goes in and I get my way and Mac Jones is good. Yes. Oh, and by the way, I have a personal message for you. So this is a uh, personalized message for Mr. Jared Scali from a few people on our beloved network. They said, they said that if Julio Jones ends up a Patriot and you are celebrating, you are going to get absolutely crapped on on Twitter Wait, by those people. I know it's probably Maddie B. Why am I going to get crapped on? Because you don't want Cam. Fan. Yes, but you don't want Cam Newton to start. And of the course reason, I don't. And the reason that Julio would want to come here is why. Because he said, and I quote, I would want to play with Cam Newton. Yeah, but you know with. what? If you're bringing Julio in here, he's not a Joe Trey clause. You're bringing him in to play. And yeah, you're going to let him play with Cam Newton for a couple of games. I've never said that Cam Newton won't be the star day one. I said I don't want him to be. If Cam uh, Newton is if Cam Newton is the if Cam Newton is the starting quarterback day one, that keeps Julio happy. No one ever said anything about like week three. I mean, even Belichick came out and said that Cam Newton's the starter right now. So and we and we both agreed last week on this particular podcast on last week's episode that Mac Jones would have to excel to the point where there's no I choice could. but to start him. Because Belichick hates rookies. He's wearing number fifty in camp. I know, which I don't think he hates him. I think it's just like, okay, this guy's well, not no, going to start. Like, yeah, he just prefers not to play rookies unless he has to. Or they're like – unless they play defense, then he'll just play them because he loves rookie defensive players. Um, right. Look, I, I'm, I'm, I'm at the point where I know Cam Newton will be your starter. Okay, good. And I, th- I would love Mac Jones to be the starter. I wish they were just going to go on with the kid. But you know what? All those free agents you signed and spent a butt ton of money, part of it was because of Cam. Like if, if you told because you didn't have any court, if you told uh, Hunter Henry, hey, you're gonna play with Stidham. Nope. Nope. But even though to be fair, Hunter Henry and the Stidhams hang out a lot. They they on Instagram, because I followed your uh, Stidham on Instagram. Yeah, me too. They are always together. They're the always wives, together. The wives are friends too. Like they are yeah. always together. But we're getting ahead of ourselves. Here's the thing. Cam Newton's gonna be the starter. We know that. For how long? That's where I think people are disagreeing. Like you and I are saying, okay, he's gonna start. But who knows what's going to happen by, you know, week seven, week eight, week ten. Well, yeah, but Al, if, if Mac Jones is as good as everyone thinks he is, me included, shouldn't he beat out Cam Newton right now? The way can't we the, the the version of Cam Newton that we know? Maybe at some point. At some point. Maybe, but the thing is, is that because Cam Newton has NFL experience, because and people are saying his throwing prog- his throwing progressions, his throwing mechanics look better. So that's the thing. Everybody wants Cam Newton to succeed. Listen, you and I want Cam Newton to succeed because we're Patriots fans. And I have this, will. Right. And I had this conversation with our beloved Matty B the other day. 
because so spoiler alert him and i are going to a patriots game in september so that's going to be a, a good a good good fun game we're going what, to the game uh the saints week three you should have pulled out October 3rd, man. Yeah, Spell a little money. Go see nah, Tommy Boy. That's that's Matty B. But here's the thing. He said to me specifically, if you root against Cam Newton, you cannot have fun at the Patriots score. My response to him was basically, listen, Cam Newton's a starting quarterback, and he's doing well. That's great because I'm a New England Patriots fan. Just because I might not want Cam Newton for beyond this year doesn't mean that I'm still going to root against him if he's on the Patriots. That's just stupid. That's dumb. So if he's if he's going out there and he's scoring forty five points a game, I'm happy because the Patriots are probably in a position to win the football games. But if he do, if if he does that, you crush the Bucks. Oh, absolutely. But that's because the Bucks uh, are good. But like you crush them. If he, if if Cam Newton throwing around forty five points a game, you, you beat the Bucks. Did I ask you what I thought your what your thoughts were on the record for next year? We're going to be. Did I ask you that last week? Um, I know what yours is. You said eleven and six, right? Yes. Um, I, I lean towards 12 and five. Yeah. New numbers, 12 and five, um, 11 and six wouldn't shock me either. I lean towards 12 and five. If you get Julio Jones, I definitely say 12 and five. Um, there was one guy going back to the Julio Jones thing. I, I tweeted out the video of the, the ESPN it was pro football focus with Chris Sims and he was the video. And I, resp- I basically said, like, if it's really Patrick Titans, like, Patriots are the better fit. They have more weapons to just plug Julio Jones to keep getting Julio open, right? Because you think about it, Hunter Henry, Jonu Smith, three tight end set. If you keep, um, like, Asi Asi, you run three tight end sets. Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne slash Jacoby Myers, and Julio Jones. Who do you cover? Exactly. Because if you, if you have Julio Jones on the outside and you want to double-team Julio over the top, great. Hunter Henry's getting the ball every time. Jonu Smith's getting the ball every time. And someone replied to me, I won't throw his Twitter handle out there. You can go find it out and said more weapons than AJ Brown and Derek Henry question mark. I think you may be on something. That's two people, dude. That's two people. How many people did you, you name? At least you four. Everyone I just listed. So let me do that again. Aguilar, Kendrick Bourne, who mind you are the minority here. Jacoby Myers, who's a, who's a stud last year. Hunter Henry, one of the best tight ends in the game. John Smith, also one of the best tight ends in the game. Julio Jones. If he's oh, there. That's... And, by, and by the way, so that person that replied to you mentioned running backs. How about the fact that you brought James White back? So that's seven. How about the fact that you still have Sony Michelle that actually started to kind of come up at the, at the end of last year? Damian Harris, a legit Damian Harris. running back. That's nine weapons right there. Last and I time think I the ch- rookie, I think the rookie running back also gets involved because he's a tank. I forget his name. So that's 10. Yep. And then you include guys, you have like the best offensive line in football. So, so taking even just away the offensive line, 10 weapons, two weapons. Jared, I think you can solve basic elementary school math. Which number is bigger, the 10 or the two? Yes, sir. We actually took your tight end. Um, he, came, he wanted to play for the Patriots, not the Titans. Um, so. I will even, I'll say bye this bye. out loud. Cam Newton is greater than Ryan Tannehill. Yes. Um, so, Mr. Such and Such, you can just, nope, not happening. Not, not real. Yeah, even I, the I kids think, in Al's neighborhood agrees. Not, not the, not the same. I, I, I can't believe that they. Yeah, for those that are watching this, I am literally right next to my window, and I live in a complex, and there are kids outside that are screaming and everything. So if you hear it, don't worry, nobody's hurt. They're just kids outside playing at. Let's see, what time are we on the East Coast? Six thirty at night. That's okay. It's, not no, it's summertime. It's basically summertime. It's beautiful. Al, it's do you not beautiful. want the kids to get outside and play? I do. Al, I do. 
get out and play. Kids are bogged down by technology nowadays. Too much Warzone yes. for kids that just go oh, play. Oh my goodness, too many Chromebooks. And I play Warzone. I play video games. Go outside. Go play wiffle ball, man. Yes, yes. Couch Guy Sports wiffle ball tournament. I'll, I'll destroy all of you. Um, it's payable. Me and you versus everybody else. Screw it. So, oh, yeah, let's uh, do it. <laughs> all right. Look, Julio Jones, probably a good wiffle ball player. Um, <laughs> you, you want him here, right? Yes, I do. At the right cost, though, because here's the thing, and people forget this. The Patriots have made a trade with the Falcons before for a receiver. Does Mohamed Sanu ring a bell? Do you remember what you gave up for him, Jared? Second-round pick. You gave up a second-round pick. So who's to say that the Falcons aren't going to be like, oh, by the way, they've been pushing this. Oh, by the way, we want a first-round pick for Julio. So is Bill Belichick going to pull the trigger on sending a first-round pick to the Falcons? Now – Would you do a second round of J.C. Jackson? I would do a second round. Jones? I would do a second round and kill Harry. I would do that because that was a, that's a trade proposal that's gone around too. Not mm-hmm. J.C. Jackson. Now, I would do J.C. – and I said this before. I'd do J.C. Jackson to Cleveland – and the second round for Odell, I would do that. But yeah, that's probably not that going that to happen. But since we're talking about Julio, I would go Harry in the second rounder, personally. If you're the Falcons, Harry in a second rounder for a dude who basically said – for a guy who said he didn't want to be there on national television, um, all he has to do is sit out, and you're screwed. If he I doesn't know. want – like, at this point, Julio sits out, right? If he doesn't get traded, he sits out. Right. Um, he, he wasn't at OTAs today. The deal is this. We're not going to know anything about Julio until, was it June 2nd? June 2nd, correct. So that's, as we're recording, so we're recording on... May 25th. So that is next Thursday. June 2nd, yes. Next Thursday, we will know. No, June 2nd's Wednesday. I'll double check that. Holiday, Memorial Day is Monday. Oh, no, it's Wednesday. Yep, you're right, you're right. It's Wednesday. June 3rd so is Thursday. Okay. Next Wednesday. So we won't know next week when we record. We'll know the week after. But the... If he's traded before that day, they get like no money in cap relief. If he trades after that day, they get a crap ton of money in cap. I don't know the numbers, but I know it's a lot more. So there's no reason for them to trade him before the second. There's a good chance there's a deal in place. We might even know about the deal before June 2nd if it actually happens. Uh, If they're going to do it, like if they're going to pull up June 2nd, I want him out because I'm sick of this. We'll probably know before June 2nd, right? I assume someone will leak that trade. We would have to. especially now that Atlanta is going to want to get it done, especially with OTAs and everything going on, you're going to want a receiver in there, whatever piece you get in there for training camp. Like you're going to want, especially if it's a receiver, you're going to want to get on the same page as Calvin Ridley in the offense. You want to get on the same page as Matt Ryan in that offense. So it's like the Falcons would be dumb to prolong this trade. And especially if they, for whatever reason, ever decided to hold on to Julio, like you said, he could literally sit out for the year. Like Le'Veon Bell did like five, six years ago. Yeah. Smell you. Bye. Like I don't need to play. Um, I think Julio's dealt. Um, I'm not really confident in saying he's going to come to the Patriots, though. Like, I think there's other options out there that have come up. Like, the Chargers could make a lot of sense. That's that's my dark horse. I for um, some reason, some like, reason. like that, that it'd be a great piece. You put him alongside Keenan Allen yes. with Julio Jones, Justin and Herbert, obviously Justin Herbert now with the big year last year. So you put you have the two headed weapon of Keenan Allen, Julio Jones. Um, I don't know who their tight end is now because Hunter Henry came here, but like they ha- that's a good two-headed monster on a team that's really up and coming. So he could help. But if he really wants to win, um, you got to look at wherever Aaron Rodgers goes. If he's not in green Bay, if he's in green Bay, he's probably not going to green Bay um, because they have Devontae Adams. But like, if he goes, if Aaron Rodgers leaves, say to like San Francisco, wouldn't the 49ers want Julio Jones? 
You would think. Like you would I think. Mean, um, the Titans do make sense. Like, I mean, you could potentially go to the Titans and win a Super Bowl. Like they went to AFC style game two years ago. I think, again, you just lost a really good tight end and replaced him with Julio Jones. So there's other teams out there that make a lot of sense that are going to make that push. Um, and I don't know if the Belichick side of things is going to hold you back from getting him because he's not going to be willing to overpay Julio Jones. Um, some other team might. Right. So I would love for him to come here. And as of right now, I think the Patriots are the betting favorite for him to land outside of, I think it was Tennessee. Um, I, th- I think Baltimore was in on that too. Oh God, if he goes to Baltimore, gross. They love veteran wide receivers. Gross. They listen. No, they do. But this gross. is the team they. This is the team that signed Des Bryant. They need weapons for Lamar Jackson. Just saying. Gross. Gross. You know what's not gross, Jared? What? Manscaped. Mm. Our good friends at Manscaped. And guys, support for today's episode and Julio Jones, uh, coming to the Patriots, comes from our good friends at Manscaped. Manscaped, guys, has the right tools to get the job done quickly, safely, and hygienically. Father's Day is just around the quarter. My first Father's Day, and you probably need a gift for your hairy dad. Make your dad proud this year and get him and yourself the Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0, an ultra-smooth package. You know what they say. Like father, like son. The brand new Lawnmower 4.0 and Ultra Smooth Package is perfect for you and dad and your life to compete your grooming game to get 20% off free shipping with CouchGuy20 code at manscaped.com. Guys, I'll talk about my experience over and over again. I'll talk about Nick's experience over and over again. He, scissors growing up as a child didn't get, didn't get that taught. Didn't get taught how to properly manscape. Um, I use I use the lawnmower now 4.0. We got the upgraded version. It's great. It, I love the 4.0. You can yeah, you can wirelessly charge it like a cell phone. That's the best. Like, like it's so cool. Like I have a lamp in front of me that's a light beaming. If you're watching the video, and it has like a wireless charging pad. I, I it's not up here. I would I wouldn't leave it here. But like I could literally stick the razor the 4.0 on that pad and it will charge. Like how cool is that? Um, cool. Guys, Manscaped's the only men's brand dedicated to a below the waist grooming, and they're. Brand new shaving tools just dropped right in time for Father's Day. The lawnmower 4.0 trimmer is now available in the USA and Canada. What makes this waterproof trimmer different from all other trimmers, you ask? Well, Alan, 7,000 RPM trimmer features skin-safe technology to keep your balls in check and has helped reduce manscaping accidents around the world. A new multifunction on-off switch can engage, of course, during travel lock created for jet setters. The lawnmower 4.0 gives you the ability to turn the light the 4000K LED spotlight on and off when needed for a more precise shave. I've always told you guys this. My shower's a dungeon. I, I use the light. It's very useful. Um, and, of course, now you guys have additional guard lengths with sizes one through four to let your to get your trim just perfect, just to your liking. If you want to give your balls a fade, you can do that now with the extensions. I love investing in the best new technology, guys, and advancements, and I'm blown away by the performance. Craftsmanship, the details on the 4.0 are next level. If you want to get the complete package, the Manscaped Ultra Smooth Package is a three-step kit to keep your family's jewels protected. Step one, the crop exfoliator infused with ingredients and can soothe, clear, and keep the skin on and around your groin feeling refreshed, reducing the risk of ingrown hairs by your delegates. Guys, TMI here for a second. I mentioned I had surgery. It was below the waist on the backside, and it helped. I promise you, the exfoliator, I was, I was bandaged a lot. It helped underneath the bandage, guys. I feel like a brand new man. Crop exfoliator. Step two, the crop gel. See where you're shaving with our unique clear shaving gel just for the groin. And step three, it's time to shave. The crop shaver was designed for shaving the groin area with confidence. 
three precision blades include extra wide lubricating strips and pivoting head for the ultimate growing grooming experience. All three of these vegan, cruelty-free, and sulfate-free products are included so you know your manhood is in good hands. Stop imagining your dad has it covered because he probably doesn't, guys. You know he doesn't. Get 20% off free shipping with the code COACHGUY220 at manscaped.com. This is the perfect package for you and your dad's perfect package. Again, 20% off free shipping with the code COACHGUY20 at manscaped.com. It's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code COACHGUY20. It's dad bot season. Time to get smooth. How great does that look? How great does that look? That's, that's just sexy. And, he, and it's like perfect timing. Edelman retires. He can wear number 11. That's just, that's just, it's unbelievable. He can wear number 11. It's perfect. You have to, guys, he's coming to the Patriots. Like, let's, I'm over it. Let's hope. Grab everything we just talked about in the first part of the show. He's coming <laughs> to the Patriots. And you are going to get an earful and a mouthful. I'm just, I'm giving you Bring the it on. I'm to every you one of the members of Couch Guys Sports that want to attack me for being stoked for the best receiver in football coming to the Patriots. I'm going to draft him first in my fantasy league, and I'm going to be excited about it. <laughs> you know what I'm going to do in the Couch Guys Sports League? I'm going to draft Julio Jones first. Oh, please do. Please do that. That is documented on video, on If podcast. I can. I have to be able to get him. Oh, to there's, to get him. there's the loophole. Okay. Well, if he's, the, if, he's not, if he's not there, how am I supposed to get him? If you get number one overall pick, you take him. Fine. Okay. Julio Jones, baby. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's get to something else. Was it Maddie B? It was Maddie B. Of course, he, it was he, Maddie. He, he, he was one of them, but he was not the only one. Of course, it was Maddie B. It's probably Diego too. Diego. I actually, I don't know if he did. He's Cam know. Newton honks, man. They just look at Cam like, oh yeah, 2015 Cam. He's coming back. He had COVID. Guys, he sucked before COVID. He had one good game. Can we get over this? He can't throw a football. You watch the games. He can't throw a football. Mac Jones can throw a football. According to, yes, your receiver, Jacoby Myers, he can throw uh, a football. Jared, you're digging yourself into a deeper hole, buddy. I'm Let's just, go, listen, baby. Listen, Matt I, Jones to Julio Jones up the sideline versus Tom Brady and the Buccaneers week four. Listen, I, Let's go. I'm, listen, I'm trying to be your friend here. I'm looking out for you. Like, you're, you're digging yourself deeper and deeper. You're oh, like in the movie I'm holes. Digging, baby. You're like zero from the movie holes. You just keep digging and digging and digging. Until digging it's up like, them holes. Damn. Love that movie. That's such yeah, a good you know, movie. Yeah. That's such a we, one of these the, days. The sploosh. The sploosh. One of these days, we should just have a podcast episode where we just talk old movies and just forget about sports Guys, for one episode. Holes is such a classic of a movie. If you want to go to like Disney Channel originals, Luck of the Irish. Luck of the Irish uh, is great. What, Alley Cat Strike, Brink. Brink. Smart House. Smart House. Smart was House was a good one. Team, are you Team Pup and Suds? I am. I'm Team Pup and Suds. My date with the president's daughter. Oh, a good one. I bet you Diego's Team X Blades. He could be. We should ask him. Team Pup and Suds or Team X Blades, Diego? What are uh, you? He's, he's definitely he's – an, he's an let's, not, let's not ask him. I want, I want to see if he listens to the show. Because if he hears <laughs> this, he'll text us and tell us. I, I, I think he'll listen, and if not, we'll just be like, hey, you might want to listen to this week's episode. Diego, if you're listening, I want to know. Team Pup and Suds or Team X Blades? You'll, if a- you don't know what I mean, you uncultured human being. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next topic, your Boston Bruins. They are moving on. Gentlemen, sweep of the Washington Capitals, four games to one. Um, they're moving on. They're going to play either either the Pittsburgh Penguins or the New York Islanders. That series is not over yet because the Bruins are better and they just won faster. Um, honestly, I'm not worried about either of them. And this is, again, casual hockey guy here. You, um, you, you, there's one team you should be worried about. Well, I'm a little worried about the Islanders because they suck against the Islanders. Like, right. They... 
the Islanders have, they've definitely had their issues against the Islanders, but I also think the way they're playing, a lot of those issues go out the window because a lot of those issues were before they got Taylor Hall. And by the way, the Tuka Rask haters, over a 940 save percentage in that Washington series. How do you feel now? How do you dummies feel that you are slandering? By the way, the all-time playoff wins leader in Bruins history, Jared, just so you know that. The ultimate Bruins goalie, best goalie in playoff history. That's me, the, uh, the Tuka Rask hater. That is me. Hi, I'm right here. You? Um, you? Why? Why? Win me a freaking Stanley Cup. And then if he wins the Stanley Cup, are you going to admit that he's good? Yes. Okay, fine. As it long as time you can have him, that. It is time for him to win us a Stanley Cup. Listen, this is the year to do it. If you can get by either the Islanders or the Penguins, I am convinced that you can beat Tampa this year. I'm convinced this is the year that you can do it. Last well, year, you have, a better, you have a better team this year than you did last year. Absolutely. Like Taylor Hall. You finally, last year, you were a one-line team. Like yes, the whole you, season. You were, and it showed in the next four games because they – if you remember last year against the, the Lightning, Jared, the Bruins won the first game, and then they lost the last four. Yep. So they, they had that game one, game one win, but then after that, they just kind of crapped themselves, and they're like, okay, we're not the best team here. But this year, like you said, the addition of Taylor Hall, the addition of Mike Riley on defense, that's been a big addition for them. This team has what it takes to get by the second round. Now, granted – I don't know who you're going to get. If you get Tampa in the, in the, fi- in the Eastern Conference Finals to get to the Stanley Cup Finals, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but I think they could beat them in seven. Well, the, the final four, the semifinals this year, they're doing a reseed. So you're not playing strictly East versus West or whatever because there's, they're, they're doing strict divisions. I learned this very recently. Again, casual hockey guy. Um, once you get to the final four, it's not like a, I'm going to play Tampa. You are playing by points. They're going to recede by points, one through four. Ah, uh, okay, okay. And that's how they're doing it. So I think – I don't think we can play Tampa, um, depending on what shakes off. Again, people could win next round, but there's a better chance you're going to play, like, the Avs or the Vegas Knights Oy. second that semifinal round because they're coming out of that same division, and they'll probably be the ones you play. Again, stuff can change, but, like, that's the lineup. Now – if you, in my eyes, if you play one of them in the fi- semifinals and win, you win the Stanley Cup, because that's pretty much like the, the I know this. The Avs are a wagon. They are the what the 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 Avalanche are very good. They dismantled the Blues in four games. They are a good good hockey team. But honestly, Troy Krug, for real, I would love to see like first of all, I would love to see Florida upset Tampa Bay, but I don't think that's going to happen. That's just there's no way. No. But then, if you get like. Carolina or Nashville or whoever like I know you just explained everything but like I would love to get a team like that and honestly if you got like the Golden Knights in the in whatever it is the final four might be a good time to get some uh, some streams up some live watch streams of a certain Golden Knights fan against some diehard Bruins fans she will be outnumbered she I will be I will say that Joe, which, if you're which, listening Shout out to Josie Averett, by the way, new writer on the network. Mm-hmm. She's, she's sort of interacted with us on all levels with a bunch of the writers. So shout out to Josie for finally being a part of the team. Shout out Jeff Hoke, too, from 92.9 The Ticket in Maine for joining us. Oh, we're Maine. Just, we're just we're adding writers, which is awesome. But I'm sorry. I wanted to give a little shout out there. But anyways, let's keep going. Love me some Maine. 
not a Maine hater here. I'm a, I'm a vacationer of Maine. I like Maine. I, I like Maine too. Some nice golf courses up in Maine. Um, yes, I, I I will be rooting for the Vegas Knights in an Avs Knights matchup because yes, the Avs are better, and if, the sooner they can get out, the better. If that's even going to happen, um, I wish it could be a Avs Bruins Stanley Cup because that would be like the okay, you're playing the best team in the Stanley Cup. It's not preventing you from getting to the Stanley Cup. Um, there's a good chance the abs would be preventing you with this system to get you. So, again, my understanding of it, that's what's going to happen. But next round, I don't know when it's starting, but you're playing probably the Pittsburgh Penguins at this point, right? They're the ones. No, Islanders are up 3-2 to two in the series right now. Oh, right. Uh, you're probably playing the Islanders then. Um, if you're a Bruins fan, you at least hope this goes seven. Make them battle it out, go all the way to the end, get some extra rest for your guys, and then go to town, whoever it is. Um, I think on paper they're the better team now, either of them. I, I think they, it'll be a lot longer of a series. I think it's going to go six or seven um, with one of those teams for sure. Um, so be ready for some more stressful TV watching, you Bruins fans, because, uh, man, I, I will say this, though. Um, That's me. Casual hockey, casual hockey, guys. Hi. Hi. Um, this team is fun to watch. I'll give them that. The Bruins team is yes. fun to watch. Taylor Hall is just, whoo, my Lord. Um, finally, someone David Krejci can play with, someone that's producing. That, that second line, those three. Um, Krejci, Krejci uh, Taylor Hall, and Craig Smith. Hall and Craig Smith have been just lights out. Um, and they, they make this team two lines fully deep. And, again, line three and four aren't even that bad right now. And your defensive players are playing actually well. Like Charlie McAvoy looks like a stud because he is. Oh, and by the way, so you said when it gets to the final four teams, that's when the reseeding happens, correct? Mm-hmm. Imagine this. So this is how the playoffs stack up right now. The Avalanche beat the Blues. The Vegas Golden Knights are up on the Minnesota Wild three games to two, as we're currently recording. So this could very well probably, will, assume, assume they win that. Toronto has played, is playing Montreal, and Toronto's up two games to one. The Winnipeg Jets beat the Edmonton Oilers. So the Jets are moving on. Bruins obviously beat the Capitals. Assume the Islanders beat the Penguins, Carolina's playing Nashville, and Tampa Bay's probably going to be uh, Florida. Imagine if in the, in the final four, you got to play the Toronto Maple Leafs. Imagine possible. how – it's very possible. possible because you can't play because Vegas and Colorado are well, going to play one, each other in the next yeah, round. It's one, it's one from each division. So you, yeah. Colorado and Vegas both cannot advance because it's literally the final four is one from each division this year. Because they only played each other, so the final four is like the best of each division battling it out for the Stanley Cup. Right. So right, like, right. like my retro. Yeah, that, you tr- you tried it. You tried it. It was it was a valid valid valuable battling it out for the Stanley Cup. Hear ye, hear ye! I proclamate to you, all best teams of the region. I just uh, I put it this way: if the Bruins Imagine. play, the, if the Bruins play the Islanders. And let's just say hypothetically, if Pittsburgh came back and won their series, so Bruins play the Penguins, Bruins play the Islanders. Who wins each series and in how many games? I mean, I think the Bruins win either way. Okay. Um, I think they beat the Penguins in six. I think they beat the Islanders in seven. That's exactly um, that's exactly what I had. I think some of their deficiencies will come out like they've had against the Islanders, right? Like um, they got to be a little more physical against the Islanders. Again, I, as much as I've watched it, um, this is my non-talky fan hockey take here. My casual hockey guy take. Um, I think you need to be a little more physical with the Islanders. Penguins aren't really that steep of a team compared to years past. 
Like, I don't think they're as talented as they have been in the years they won the Cups. Obviously, they have Sidney Crosby and Malkin. Get it. But, like, they have not been as talented as the years past, and I think this is a very vulnerable Pittsburgh team. Um, and I think you were better with them before the Taylor Hall trade. So you add Taylor Hall to the mix, plus the other guys, right, like Riley and Lazar. Mm-hmm. I, I think the team – I think Pittsburgh – you could win that series in five. I don't think so, but, like, there's a chance of that happening. Um, the Islanders series goes to seven, no matter what. Do you have home ice against the Islanders? Yes. Yes, they're the four because seed. Because the Islanders are the four seed and Pittsburgh's the one seed. So I'm actually – I almost kind of want to play the Islanders. I, I get that, but you know as well as I do. I know we're both casual hockey guys, but you know this as well as I do. Home ice doesn't mean anything in the NHL I mean, playoffs. Look, look at look at what the Bruins did to Washington. They won two games in Washington. They won game two and the clinching game, game five. Capitals are soft this year, though. Yeah, they were also injured, too. Like, um, who was it? Kuznetsov, I think, was injured. Uh, yeah. Tom Wilson's a dirtbag. Sorry, I had to get the Tom Wilson jab in there. Uh, o- Ovi's getting older. I think he's a free agent after this year, too. Is it after this year or next year? Uh, I think it's this year because I, I saw I saw on the Twitter machine a few people. Does he go back to the motherland? Does he go back to the motherland? <laughs> Watch him end up with the Buffalo Sabers. Or oh, right away. You know who? You know who I feel bad for is uh, Jack Eichel of the Buffalo Sabers, man. Oh man! Imagine if the Bruins just are were like, "All right, Jack Eichel, we're gonna get you in the offseason. We're gonna make one more. We're gonna make a few more runs at this thing with now Taylor Hall and Jack Eichel. That would be hilarious." And then it, and then it works. Oh, and then, that'd be great. And then, and then they're both lifting the Stanley Cup, and we see our good friend and co-host of the Into the Triangle mm-hmm. podcast, Zach Desiero, just clench his fist being like, Look, why? If Taylor Hall wins a cup in Boston, it just satisfies me even more because of that. Like, there's a realistic chance in the next, if not this year, next couple years. Because, like, Char is gone, but, like, Bergeron's not going anywhere. Martian's not going anywhere. The big things are Krejci and Brask, which they both have agreed to table those conversations still after the season. So, like – that's going to be the big question mark this offseason. I think the Bruins are legit cup contenders this year. Um, obviously, the Avs are going to be the favorites, so they get knocked out. But um, thankfully, you wouldn't have to go through the Knights or the and the Avs to win. you got to go through one or the other. Um, and honestly, the rest of the league, I'm not – like, I don't care how good the Maple Leafs seem to be this year. They only play the Canadian teams. Like, they can't win against you in a playoff series. They just – they got moved they – they're going to move on because they just don't have to play you in the first round like they do every other year. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, this is going to be a fun second round no matter what, though. That's what I kind of want to end it with. You get the Penguins, you get Crosby and the Malkin matchup. But let me tell you something. The Islanders, they got some good players, too. Brock Nelson's good. Who's the, There's another guy they have that I just I can't think of off the top of my head. Um, I can't think of it, but the Islanders are a solid team. They've been a solid team the past two, three years. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's going to be a good matchup. They traded for Johnny Boychuk. Yeah, Johnny Boychuk. Yeah, Johnny Rocket, amazing. Remember when the Bruins had him? Ah, Johnny. Johnny Rocket from the point. See, I watched. Oh, Ovechkin's going to the golf course. What a call by Jack Edwards, by the way. That was legend. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait for it. Dairy. Dairy. If you don't know that, if you don't know that reference, you're uncultured human beings. Um. All right. Well, Diego, I hope you heard this conversation. I hope you uh, texted us by now. Team Pop and Suck, Team X Blade. Um, Celtics, we're not going to talk about them. They're going to lose the Nets. They should have won uh, game one. They coughed it up. Four or five. Four or five. Four. Okay, perfect. All right, there's our Celtics talk. Four. They would have won. They should have won game one. They didn't. They're going to lose. Celtics in four. I still have – I probably idiotically bet the Clippers to win the whole thing. Um, yeah, that, that, yeah, that wasn't a good decision on your part. But I did win some money on the Bruins. So, hey, it all evens out. 
Um, anything else, Al? Anything you want to get off your chest? I'm here to listen. Uh, the Red Sox are no longer in first place in the American League East, so that's kind of Ugh, fun. Stupid Rays. But they're still 29-19. and 19. Guys, they're, they're, they're good. They're a Michael good team. Chavis got sent down. Yeah, but we saw that coming. He so knew that dumb. was coming. Uh, Red Sox need pitching. That's it. They need bullpen pitching. Correction. They, they don't need starting pitching. They need bullpen pitching. That's what they need. That's what they need. And Chris Sale is going to be back. So. so they only need bullpen pitching. That's like going to be soon. Well, Chris Sale throwing off the mound, throwing bullpen sessions off the mound. Ryan Brazier, too. Ryan Brazier. Ugh, Ryan Brazier. Um, he's a give or take. I'd rather somebody else. But if, if Ryan Brazier comes in, that's bullpen help, too. But Chris Sale off the mound, throwing bullpens right now in May. That all star breaks looking better and better. He's already throwing bullpens. True. Give me skinny boy Chris Sale at the top of this rotation. Screw you, Yankees. Screw you, cheap ass Rays. Move to Nashville where you belong. Um, or at least get a new stadium because Tropicana really is a dump. It's like kind of a shame that they're in our division. Like the Red Sox have to yeah. play at Tropicana how many times? Gross. And if you want more of these hard hitting takes, check out the Into the Triangle podcast. Oh, I could do a full Into the Triangle podcast on how gross and awful Tropicana Park is. Let's do it Friday. Friday. Tropicana Park sucks episode. Yeah. Into the Triangle. Zach Giziero. You can join if you want. Couch <laughs> Guys Sports Podcast episode 209. Just kidding. Your beloved, beloved producer in third chair. Love you, bud. Go Taylor Hall. Uh, Couch Guys Sports Podcast, Spotify, iTunes, rate or you subscribe, of course, brought to you by good friends at Manscaped. Couch Guy 20, get that 30% off Father's Day gift. Do it. Do it. Do it. Uh, couch Guy and CouchGuysports.com, all the written content, YouTube uh, channel with all the good stuff there. This show's on there. Legends Lingo's on there. A bunch of good stuff. Twitch, uh, follow, subscribe. A bunch of guys playing video games uh, and other stuff as well. Live streams. Yellow Card Podcast does great stuff for that. Me and Al are going to do some stuff coming up on there as well. Um, we'll announce that soon because we pretty much know what we're doing at this point. So we're just going to figure out the right day to do it. And then we'll announce that and you'll enjoy that. Um, Baseball fans, there's a hint. You'll enjoy that. Um, Al, it was fun. Talk to you next week. And uh, oh, and we might have a guest next week. I'm talking back and forth with him. We got to figure it out. Um, Al, no, you know who I'm talking about. Uh, I do. Couch Guy Sports Podcast. We'll be back next week for uh, 210. Until then. Bye. Oh, wait. Shit.